Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But I guess if you're going to talk about alcohol, there's way more music to choose from in the country music genre than I think anywhere else. Scott, would you agree with oh, me on that? No question. <laughs> country music and uh, a cooler full of Bud Lights or Pabst Blue Ribbon, they go together hand in hand. I learn something new every day. Okay, so we are talking about liquor laws today. Scott, why is that? Well, you might have seen this story. It's been hovering around for the last week or so about a brewery in Chilliwack, Old Yale Brewing, that uh, is very common uh, hot hot spot. If I'm from the Valley, I know people out there and stuff. And the brewery scene out there is really, really popping off. So these guys, they're like, they call themselves brew, craft brewery and kitchen. So it's not just a brewery. You can get their food there too. But they're in the news because they had this cool little area called Little Explorers where essentially kids could play. They had books and some things going on. It was like an area for kids. So you could go with your family and have some time, a beer, some food, and your kids had something to entertain them because anyone who has kids nice. knows that it's such a pain taking them out. And the Liquor Control Board has said, uh-uh, no way, you can't have this. It's got to go because it violates regulations, whatever the regulations are. You can't have a kid's area and you can't have this sign on the wall that says Little Explorers. They actually made them take the sign down. Now, a huge part of the controversy here revolves around the word predominantly. So they said you can't have this in an area or you can't have a liquor a liquor license for something that is predominantly serves kids and having that little explorer's sign makes it feel like this is predominantly a kids area, but it's a brewery, so I don't think anyone thinks that they're taking their kid to a daycare when they're taking them to Old Yale Brewery. So a lot a lot of like stuff to understand here. So I actually got in touch with Randy Brown. He's the owner of Brown Beverage Consulting. He used to be in law enforcement. He worked for the Liquor Control Board. He was the first provincial manager for liquor manufacturing in Canada. He knows his stuff. They do licensing, consulting, uh, all of all of that type of stuff. And he gets into this story. I asked him about the Old Yale Brewing thing. But first I asked him, because this is something we've heard about in BC for a long time. Are our liquor laws here, like, antiquated? People say they're antiquated, they're outdated. I asked him if he thinks our laws need to be updated. Well, you know, that's a, that's a good question. And if you travel around the world, you'll see a variety of laws that are sometimes more restrictive that we have here in British Columbia. Uh, and then you'll find other areas, uh, whether it's in the United States or different parts of Canada or Europe, that are less restrictive. It all balances public safety and public interest. So every jurisdiction is a little different, and it basically plays to what the public want to move forward with in terms of ease of restrictions. I think probably the watershed moment in British Columbia was actually during the pandemic. When we saw COVID come in and businesses were suffering in British Columbia, both manufacturers and hospitality, is that we saw a lot of restrictions that were placed on restaurants and bars all of a sudden expand. Things went very well. So I think there are some restrictions based on governments in the past, and I think it's a good time right now for some of our, our rules around 
uh, beverage service and beverage licensing that need to be looked at and examined and maybe uh, freed up a bit. I have noticed that it feels like some things have been freed up a little bit, like, but then you might have seen this story about a, a local brewery that had like, um, sort of like a kid's area set up in it so that, you know, parents like myself could go there and have a beer and their kids could kind of like play. It seemed like a great idea, but I guess something to do with their liquor licensing, um, prevented that. But to someone like me, that seems like a great idea. So why would why would that not be allowed, something like that? Well, it's easy to say. I would say that when it comes to BC liquor laws, there's a lot of inconsistencies. So in other words, you can go to a winery or a brewery, and if they have a picnic area, you can have children, if, because it's a self-serve area, you would go get your sample or whatever and bring it out to the picnic area or bring your bottle out. And you would serve yourself from the counter, come out, and you can have your children out there. So in that particular area, not a big deal. You can have your children as long as you know, you're monitoring them. Because it says uh, minors can be in a particular place, like a picnic area, as long as they're accompanied by an adult. So I don't know what the licensing is on that particular brewery, but I mean, there are provisions for that. But some of the rules are inconsistent uh, in terms of how they're applied. Special event permits now, some of them that you would... Uh, you have events years ago where you never allowed young people. Now they have festivals now where you can have a certain liquor. Whole families can go in and walk around. So I think there's work to be done. But the change takes time. I mean, probably the biggest thing is that when people want change, you know, the public or, uh, you know, say the wine industry or brewery industry, you try to apply it to change the government. That change taking place takes a large amount of time, you know, sometimes years. And I think people get, get frustrated with that, that delay. Yeah, certainly. Do you do you think that if we look kind of maybe a year, two years, five years down the road, do you think that um, liquor licensing and sort of this process for um, even small businesses? Because, yeah, like you mentioned the winery thing and, you know, there's so many like little breweries and patios and even smaller restaurants. Do you think that this is going to get easier for them or more difficult? I hope that things open up a bit. I hope that... Uh... Uh, that we're going to start not seeing more of a liberalization, but an easing of rules to a common sense approach. I think the pandemic showed us that there was. There are no doubt there's going to be those people that, uh, you know, bend the rules or push the limits. But the uh, the authorities have people in place to look after that. But most of my clients, uh, you know, 99% of most people just want to get into business, do their thing, uh, make the margins and move forward. From a practical perspective, which most of the public and business people look at, they say, make it easier for us to do business, as well as be make us responsible for ensuring the rules around uh, safety, minors, intoxication are adhered to. Yeah, okay. I, I see. I think that it's so interesting. Like, I just wish I want the government to trust us. You know, like we can mm. handle this. Like we can handle the like the like he mentioned. COVID showed it. We can handle it. And it, you can go to a winery and have a picnic area, but these guys can't have a little kids play area. Yeah, that area, doesn't seem fair, right? Some of this stuff really needs to be reviewed and changed. I also think it does depend on the style. Like there would have to be some some rules about this, right? Like you can't just have some unsupervised play area at a brewery and then, you know, people have a whole bunch to drink and then they pile the kids in the car and drive home. Like I, I, 
I can see that you would have to have well, yeah. some rules I around mean, this, Scott. I mean, like, sure. you can't go crazy. But uh, nobody, I mean, we already have those rules. Like, you can't go, you can't take your kids to a restaurant and have a whole bunch of drinks and then pile them in a car and drive home and, you know. Well, no, well, that's true. I mean, you can do that, actually. You can go, nobody's monitoring your drinks. If you're ordering food, nobody's monitoring your drinks. Right. And these guys serve food. And I, I just feel like, you know, people are good and are going to take responsibility for themselves. You know, like, let's give them the benefit of the doubt here. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see if people agree with you. I think that's really interesting. So we'll see. Do, do we need to loosen up in that way? Let me know. Simi at CKNW.com or Scott at CKNW.com. Let us know. And we'll be talking more about it. Thanks for that, Scott. You got it.